0: What you want them to do and why, in as simple and concise a manner as possible. Early on, the authors tell the story of the most extreme case of babble they ever encountered as consultants. It was a direct sales organization for whom tens of thousands of men and women around the globe sold products door to door. As you can imagine, this type of sales work requires tremendous self confidence, so management made it a point to never share any bad news. The authors write that the company always distributed good news and buried the bad. The company became so dictatorial that, amazingly, corporate employees were forbidden to even talk about negative things. Everyone was expected to be happy, smiling, and a team player. Of course, this meant critical operational issues went unaddressed, and creative problem-solving disappeared because, after all, there were no problems. After several years of disappointment in new product development and a failed attempt to alter its distribution system, the company saw sales and earnings trend dramatically downward. Finally, the parent company installed new management, which decided that, first, there had to be a 20% reduction in corporate staff. The babble could have easily continued, but the new CEO recognized something had to change, and it had to start with the way they talked with employees. You'll learn just what happened in Chapter 1, but suffice it to say that cutting the babble was an invaluable step in turning that business around. Honest communication can bring about great rewards in business. Co-author Bob Matha learned that early in his career when he supported Johnson & Johnson in its crisis management effort during the tragic random poisoning of packages of Tylenol in Chicago in 1982. The company's response to this horrific incident forever set a high benchmark for frank, open communication between a company and the public. An event that might have otherwise destroyed a trusted brand instead made that brand a hallmark of integrity. Fortunately, few CEOs will ever have to confront an internal communications issue that dramatic, but being open and honest and asking basic direct questions can actually do wonders in preserving a company's advantage in the marketplace or in orchestrating a turnaround. Mava and Bohm tell the story of a heavy manufacturer that had floundered for years, seeing its stock price plunge by 90% over a decade. Cost-cutting had been continual, consultants came and went, and the organizational structure was constantly fiddled with. Nothing helped until the CEO made communication an important part of his job description. In addition to bringing top management into the communication process in formal and informal ways, the CEO went to visit employee groups at all levels. He asked them just two questions. What are we doing that makes you feel proud? What could we do better? These weren't just queries to make employees feel connected. The first question let the CEO take the company's emotional temperature. The second alerted him to business issues. Within a few years, as new product development rebounded, the company's stock went from $10 a share to $50. As the authors write, employees became proud again and focused not on being victims, but on driving results. Beyond the Babble would be worth reading simply for inspiring anecdotes like the two I have cited. But Mava and Bohm go well beyond storytelling, giving the reader a formula for implementing on-strategy communication in three steps. Step one is devoted to ensuring that leadership's message is on-strategy and compelling. The authors start with the action equation, which focuses management thinking on what employees need to do in order to execute strategy or support the company's position on an issue. That thinking then expands to address what employees need to know and feel so they take the right actions. The action equation, then, is know plus feel equals do. In steps two and three, designated company leaders prepare for and bring to life a people channel, talking to employees at all levels directly to deliver direction, perspective, and information, and to pull feedback up from the ranks. Again, the emphasis is on talking to people, not talking at them with charts, posters, and faux inspirational slogans.